everyone this is your host varnaka and welcome to yet another episode of travel fm the podcast which takes you on the journey to discover the undiscovered travel stories and we are going to take you to two of the few off beaten path countries in central asia where you can still get a taste of authentic nomadic culture Kazakhstan and Kyrgyzstan. Kazakhstan is a country full of surprises for every adventure backpacker. It's filled with beautiful hikes, hitchhiking, skiing opportunities, stunning lakes, camping spots and many more. And Kyrgyzstan on the other hand is filled with silk road relics, picturesque canyons, hundreds of alpine lakes, thousands of rivers and endless mountain peaks. And today to share her experience while traveling to these countries We have with us Rachita a travel blogger photographer content creator she has this blog called meanderwander.com where she gives kickass travel tips and suggests the best places to visit and provides travel guides so like definitely check her blog out and with this hi rachita welcome to travel fm hi varnika it's nice to be here thank you how are you i'm good how are you i i'm doing great So like yeah. before you take us to Central Asia tell us like what is the motivation behind your travel blog When I started traveling I didn't find a lot of blogs covering the things which I wanted to know about like what would be the budget and everything and uh, I didn't want the same to happen to other people also So uh, I thought that uh, and, like I should start a blog where I you know share, instead of sharing my experiences as such I would share you know the offbeat places that people can go and how they can do it on a budget so that like everyone can afford to travel basically amazing lovely so like take <laughs> us your adventures what all you did what all fun did you have So Kazakhstan is actually a huge country and we I personally couldn't cover a lot of it I was I stayed in Almaty area mostly but hmm. there are a lot of beautiful lakes over there Kolsai lake Kandy lake uh, Al- Big Almaty lake what I loved about these lakes is like I went to these lakes uh, first of all I had to hitchhike a lot usually okay. I have hiked <laughs> that much and this hmm. was like second trip and i uh, actually tried hitchhiking and we i hitchhiked for like 4 5 days straight at a time hmm. so we would just taking lifts from uh, random strangers we found uh, on the way russians who were traveling there who gave us a lift hmm. we found there uh, uh, police people who gave us a lift truck drivers hmm. we actually sat in a truck also <laughs> in a dairy truck which was going Ah, great! Yeah. And the best thing about those people was like uh, everyone was very excited to meet Indians over there because obviously you don't see a lot of Indians there. And uh, what was really funny hmm. was that they knew Anandi from Palika Vadu. <laughs> Can you imagine? Oh, so they would tell me, "Do you know Anandi?" Fancy. <laughs> yeah, they would tell me, "Do you know Anandi?" <laughs> like, what Anandi? Which Anandi? because for a second i couldn't comprehend they would be talking about balika vadu then they were like then they would show me the video that this anand i was like oh my god they watch balika vadu it seems <laughs> so they knew anand and then they yeah <laughs> and they also knew mithun chakrabarti they would always say his song i am a disco dancer <laughs> wow and uh, the people were like really really sweet like they would offer us lifts very easily asking nothing in return and they would be really helpful and all also one particular incident which i remember 
so that uh, we were hitchhiking to a national park over there and it was kind of late okay so we were in the middle of nowhere and uh, our internet wasn't working and obviously we didn't know the language so it was difficult to communicate where we want to go so there was this uh, uh, he was hmm. tra- truck basically truck kind of vehicle and uh, so we tried to tell him that we are going to this place but obviously we had a little communication problem but he understood a little bit so he drove us around and then he stopped at a place and he's like you'll need to go from here but then he didn't let go again so we hmm. were kind of scared like what is up what is happening and then suddenly he started calling someone and we were like super scared like is he calling someone to kidnap us or anything because we didn't understand the language at hmm. all and we had no network to call anyone from there <coughs> but turns out that he was just calling his sister and he told her like we are going this this place and then hmm. she talked to us and she was just trying to explain us that uh, that guy was actually worried about us because the area that we were going it was said to be unsafe for women especially at night so she said okay. that he's uh, telling uh, asking her that we should stay with him so we were still a little skeptical because obviously staying with some random person then she told he has a wife and he has five children so there's nothing to worry about and everything and uh, we took a like a leap of faith believed her and we went with him and he actually had a wife children and he just was concerned about us so he made us stay at his home for the night and then next morning he dropped us again at that point so we could hitchhike again that was like really something great yeah very sweet and all they would go out of the way to help you in kazakhstan so uh, that's what i loved really about kazakhstan the people there and kyrgyzstan is another beautiful place so like with beautiful lakes and hikes it's basically actually for people who love adventure trekking because it's a lot of in area kyrgyzstan so did you happen to do like uh, any trekking or adventure we or anything we did trekking only the whole two months <laughs> basically <laughs> so Oh great yeah because that's what i told you know so these are all remote places and the, these lakes and all they are usually at an altitude so you have to trek somehow there is no option so mm. we went on a lot of treks mm. to the lakes and everything and there is a scary story also with one of this uh, treks actually so we were in kyrgyzstan tell us yeah so we were in kyrgyzstan and mm. going to songkol lake and it's a 3 day trek on foot uh people can go on horse horse trek also that takes two and a half days but we just wanted to go ourselves so we didn't take a guide or anything because uh, we had offline maps and we had read about a lot of people doing it on their own so we went and we pitched hmm. our camp at a very random spot because we love the view from there so the campsite was still 2 3 kilometers hmm. ahead from where we pitched the camp and uh, the thing is uh, everyone knew we were traveling alone and no one said anything that it would be dangerous or something so we didn't really know if it would be dangerous or not we just pitched our camps there uh and then at around okay. 10 pm at night we hear, like i wake up and i hear like a growling noise coming from outside our tent and like you specific uh, hmm. feet like uh, animal feet going around so my first thought Yeah, <laughs> my no. first thought was, is there a tiger or a lion? But then I was like, no, no. If there was a tiger or a lion, they would have warned us at least. <laughs> I, 
but I was so scared because the growling noise it didn't stop for the next half an hour, one hour or something, and I was like super tuned to the sound because there was no other sound, and in the distance I could hear the dogs barking also. So there was definitely some wild animal outside. That much I knew, and we didn't have any lighter or stick or anything. <laughs> do something so i just what we did was like we just kept quiet we didn't move much <laughs> we just tried to you know be still so that the uh. animal okay and i started you know uh, i had a little internet uh. in that area so i started like <laughs> researching what it could be if i can call anyone anything <laughs> uh. i uh, didn't find much help God, you were scaring your own yeah. self. Why would you Google it? I mean, I was trying to find like in case we. I had thought a lot of things in my mind. I was like, if we run, would we even make it outside? <laughs> Because oh. I wasn't sure if the animal would be able to tear the like tent and get inside. No, I didn't know like if it would happen. I was just trying to figure out another scenario. Like, what can I possibly do? But then there was not much. So what did you like conclude? Which animal was it? So when we came down, we were told that there were a lot of wolf attacks in the area. So we think it was a single wolf, so it did not attack. If it was, if it would have been in a pack, it would have definitely attacked us. So, yeah. Definitely. <laughs> yeah. Better luck. So you were with someone. Yeah. So I was with my best friend only. So she to slept nicely. Huh. <laughs> She okay when she slept so and I was not waking her up. Like come on, get up! I'm scared. <laughs> I tried waking her up, but I couldn't make a lot of noise. Also, no, because otherwise I didn't know if the the animal outside would attack us. <laughs> so I was like, okay, fine, <laughs> whatever, okay. just keep quiet. So you could like you then you made through the night. Yeah. <laughs> Tell us more. Like what? What all did you do? What all food did you taste? Food. So food is since uh, it's Central Asia, they don't believe, they don't know what is the term vegetarian. So there is no such thing uh, as true. vegetarian for them. My friend is a vegetarian. I was a non-vegetarian, so I didn't face a lot of issues. But whenever she would say vegetarian, they would think that uh, she means only chicken, or uh, oh, okay, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So that was kind like it's kind of a hassle for vegetarian people. But if you're a non-vegetarian, love the place because they have really amazing food and the food is pretty cheap also. So we have these uh, rolls right in India, uh, this um, party roll basically. So they have like mm-hmm. a bigger version of that which is called donor, and you get it for just thirty INR. That's all. Oh great! Yeah, so I would basically basically eat all that. All the lo- they are famous for their horse meat and horse milk. So the horse okay. is known as cumis, and it's like a it has a tangy flavor to it. It's basically like butter, mm. but with a kick to it. So mm. uh, I tried that a lot. Also, I liked it. My friend did not. So it, it's supposed to be an mm. taste or something. And then there is horse meat. Horse meat, I tried once. I wouldn't say I was a fan hmm. because it's really, really chewy. So okay. it takes like uh, the uh, the dish is called beshbar mak, the horse dish. Find hmm. there. Uh, you'll find these things both in Kyrgyzstan and Kazakhstan because they have a similar kind of cuisine mainly. But okay, yeah. Great. 
but i love the rolls because the rolls were like cheap and they used to be very filling so if you ate one roll you'll be done for one meal at least and it was like you could be easily get it anywhere in both the countries so that was wow amazing yeah great perfect so what is it like about these two countries that you were like you fell in love instantly and if somebody visited like these are the things or these are the experience one should definitely have like i said i was in love with the lakes here because like and like india has a lot of good lakes also but most of these lakes are like a 3 4 hmm. trek or something but that is not the case with kazakhstan or kyrgyzstan you can easily reach the lakes by like one day hike or in some cases the cars even go there like 4 by 4 wheelers so i loved how accessible they were okay. how easy it was for people to you know reach the lakes and the lakes were really pretty like you would find completely turquoise blue lake or green emerald green lake and the water was so clear like literally it felt like you have gone to some uh, fairy land and it resembles a lot it resembles a lot like the european countries but it's not europe so it's not expensive also it's very budget friendly also and then of course the people are so nice over there that you don't really feel like out of place or like no how do you do this kind of thing so that is what i really loved and then uh, things which i would really recommend is uh, so trying out the local food cuisine because it's it is really good apart from that obviously hike to the kochai lake candy lake begalmati lake and then uh, uh drive to the altin ml national park so there they have this uh, place uh, where the mount where there are uh, mountains and it looks like it looks like you have just landed into mars because the place is so red and white and everything like it come it doesn't look like you're on earth when you reach that place at all wow. <laughs> literally we really went for that place and we hitchhiked a lot and it was completely worth all that effort and everything like i would definitely recommend that place to everyone visit and uh, beautiful yeah and the almaty city itself is very pretty and it's very easy to go around almaty like there is a lot of greenery around there and what what i really loved about almaty is like it's surrounded by mountains so you see snow capped okay. mountains while you're standing in the middle of the street <laughs> so that's <laughs> yeah and it's really really green and everything so it's like just too wonderful like kazakhstan i think the way you describe the beauty of these places like mm. definitely when i searched i did not have any of these expectations mm. like especially from any yeah. like definitely yeah beautiful yeah. <laughs> even i i like all of these places i was really, really beautiful i was really surprised that's what because these are basically countries which are very underrated but they're really Yeah, they're not talked much about in terms of travelers yeah. or in terms of beautiful like uh, location. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that is one of the things which I love best about them because there are not a lot of tourists around there to spoil it. Also, so it's not like commercialized like other stuff. Oh, yeah. So you can actually enjoy, not true. worry about anything. True, true. So, uh, yeah. so there was this. Uh, uh hike uh, this was a one day hike to altenarashin and it's like a 13 km hike one side so we did that one in 
Okay, so we okay. walked like 26 kilometers, hiked basically for 26 kilometers. But uh, what was the funniest thing was that on the way we took a uh, like lift from a local shepherd, and uh, he made us sit at the in the back of his uh, van with uh, four or five sheep. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so <laughs> we were sitting with the sheep, and the sheep were falling on us <laughs> because the like path. <laughs> Sounds like a movie scene. Yeah. <laughs> And my friend was super be like uh, screaming like remove it, remove it. I'm like <laughs> we don't have it. <laughs> wow, that was pretty funny. <laughs> uh, Central Asia trip was like some uh, dream road trip for me. Like the movies I watched, I, <laughs> it was basically a movie come alive for me. <laughs> Well, I guess like with this, we've come to the pro tips section of the chat. Mm-hmm. So, like, what would you want to tell our listeners to keep in mind in terms of traveling to Kazakhstan and Kyrgyzstan? Okay. Uh, so, the one thing which uh, like everyone needs to remember is that these countries are not equipped for your vegetarians. So, <laughs> you need to be prepared for that. Mm-hmm. You'll either have to like survive on bread and stuff, or you need to know how to cook. Mm-hmm. otherwise it will be very difficult for you to stay there because uh, like you would there is barely any place which would serve only vegetarian or indian food over there so that mm-hmm. is one major thing apart from that um, i feel uh, getting uh, two three apps on your mobile like uh, there is one app called maps.me and uh, then google okay. translate so these apps you should have because uh, google translate can really help you you know communicate with other people over there because you will either mm. to know russian or kazakh or kyrgyzstan to actually converse with them they won't be so is there like a language barrier yeah kind of it it, it is so people don't know english no no barely barely anyone knows okay. so it's all good to either know the language if you like if you're into learning new languages then you can obviously try learning russian because russian is something that uh, a lot of people know in kazakhstan and kyrgyzstan but they won't know english mm. as such and maps is okay. one of the best uh, apps that i've come across because it gives you offline uh, it is an offline map so once you download the map for the country you don't need in Hmm. and uh, these maps they have uh, like uh, trails for the hikes and treks and everything so you can easily go on treks and hikes without a guide with the help of these maps so great great so uh, like in the beginning you shared like how you created this blog to share hmm. about the budget and how to uh, like kind of promotes the budget traveling so what are your budget tips budget that we should keep in mind so like uh, personally i would suggest to go for hostels whenever you're staying there because hostels are cheap uh, a better to try couch surfing first because couch surfing is like a free app where you can you know stay at a local's place and it is a way to get you know learn more about the culture and then you can cook and uh, the local transportation is pretty cheap also so in if you're like going around in almaty itself you will find that most of the buses uh, uh, like all the buses actually so they charge only 15 inr for any stop so you can get down on the first stop or the last stop you will pay only 15 inr and uh, 
that is the case with the metros also so if you have the metro card you uh, you can get down on any stop and you will pay only 15 inr if you don't have the metro card then you'll pay 30 inr so in terms of transportation they are pretty it's very cheap to travel in kazakhstan great yeah great amazing i want to thank you so so much to join us and it was lovely 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 chatting with you same here vanika <laughs> so i just hope like you travel a lot more and have a lot like million more stories to share thank with you. us <laughs> thank you so much <laughs> And before you go, our listeners have an option to be the part two. So if you have an exciting travel story of your own and you finally want to do justice to the travelers tag that you've mentioned in your Instagram bio, mail us at travelfmteam@gmail.com and we're gonna get your story out for the world to hear. And tune in next week as we bring a new episode every Saturday, which means new guests, new place, new stories every Saturday. And until then follow us share with your friends give us the feedback and I hope to see you here soon bye